Welcome to Hockey Prospect Radio, your voice for prospect news and analysis on Sirius XM NHL Network Radio. Now, here's your hosts, Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. It's Hockey Prospect Radio, powered by Fractal Hockey Consulting through an integrated series of best business practices. They design solutions for hockey operations and hockey business operations. We're happy to bring on once again Jason Bukla from the Pro Hockey Group and Sportsnet. We're going to talk about the All-American Top Prospects game that happened this week. And, you know, Jason and I, you and I have attended a lot of these kind of games, whether it be USA's or the CHL's, and, you know, have to take the game with a certain grain of salt uh, because it is a singular game and guys are thrown together and, but there is some things that you can glean some value out of it as well in terms of just seeing which guys are a little bit more adaptable to that stressful situation. And, you know, almost in some cases, even skating, just trying to like match everybody against each other in terms of, okay, you see somebody in their natural environment, but you see him here against this player that you normally don't see him against, you know, how is there comparables in terms of some of their skating? So those are some of the things that I take away, but I don't, really put a high priority or a high value in terms of weighting when it comes to these types of games. Yeah, I think you're right there. It's uh it's a situation where, you know, you might be, you might be playing on a position. You certainly don't have a lot of synergy with your line mates or your D partner. Um, the goaltenders uh, sometimes can be exposed just because there's, you know, boss coverages and things like that. But um, as a whole, I think you hit it right on the head, and that is that uh, you know we can we can take a long hard look at their skating stride, and um, we can also look obviously at their compete on and off the puck. I mean, there's no substitute for working hard up and down the ice, and um, you know whether you are a goal scorer and you don't get one yesterday, but uh, but you do all these other things very well. Those things stand out. So um, having said that, you know there there were some players that uh, that had really good days, I thought, and. And then some other guys that, uh, you know, were were averaged by their standard. Um, so there's a fine line there, Shane, that you want to hold them accountable at a certain at the at the appropriate level, I guess, you know, and um, certainly give them credit where it's due, but also uh, not beat them up over over one uh, all star slash prospect game type environment. 100 uh, percent. What players for you sort of stood out in terms of some things that they did that you go, hmm. I kind of liked what they did here, or that's something that I'm going to tag and I'm going to watch again in a, you know, in a later viewing or go back and watch and see if that transpired in a, you know, a previous viewing earlier in the season. Well, you know, I'm always fascinated to watch the goaltenders, you know, it's, it's interesting to see them. And, you know, at this, uh, at this event specifically, you know, um, you know, Thatcher Bernstein out at Butte, uh, I knew he was a big rig. I know he's a big body and, I wanted to see, you know, at the pace of this game, how he, how he would adapt. And, and I thought he did a nice job, uh, you know, for the most part, like I said, big body, big in the crease, good uh, low net coverage, good feet, kicked out some pucks. I thought that was really good. Um, same with the two U S national team development uh, program players or goaltenders, you know, I thought Parsons was, was, uh, was solid. And uh, you know, again, big body butterfly, pretty athletic, um, but on the back end, uh, a couple of guys uh, did stand out uh, occasionally for me. You know, uh, Eric Emery from the U.S. national team. Um, he was interesting. You know, uh, he's he's tall. He's really lean. He's got length. Uh, lots of room for more weight and strength. But um, 
he had some handles that uh, he had some quick releases to the net and kind of traffic uh, coming up from the top of the zone. And and I thought that was, uh, he can shoot the puck way harder than I thought he could shoot it. So um, that was, that was pretty interesting. Um, you know, the other kid there from the U S program, um, I don't want to butcher, butcher his name. So I apologize in advance, but uh, Will Sahan, I don't know if the K is uh, uh, silent or not, but anyways, um, you know, another rangy big body, um, liked his skating, liked how he closed on people, thought his puck play could have been a little bit more crisp. Um, Whipple, John Whipple from the U.S. program, he's starting to morph into one of those guys for me that uh, when games are on the line, he's going to block shots and do a lot of that little heavy lifting that's required uh, late in games. So, um, and then another defenseman, I'm foaming at the mouth here, bear with me, but uh, um, I thought Adam uh, – uh, Cleaver from uh, Lincoln, the big rig there. Right. I thought he had a really good day. Like he's uh he's a serviceable guy. He's, he's not a lot of flash to him, but he's a big, strong character. And um, I thought he managed the game very well and he certainly had a presence. So that's a bunch of guys from the back end that, uh, that caught my eye, um, you know, up front, if we want to just keep talking here, um, the guy that uh, really impressed me was, uh, Sasha Boyver from Muskegon. Right. Yeah. So I was, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I was concerned, more concerned at the beginning of the year about his skating. Um, and I wasn't sure if it was a strength issue or a mechanics issue. Uh, there's tons of room for strength on that frame. There's no question about that. But he gets everywhere way quicker now than he did at the beginning of the year. He's, um, he's not the prettiest looking guy, but he's getting everywhere on time or ahead of time. And I'll tell you, that kid's got phenomenal puck touch. He's got great hands, uh, sees the ice, makes plays. Uh, uh, he's he's on the rise for me, Sasha Boyer from Muskegon. It's funny you said that because I just actually flashed back and remembered the 2003 CHL Top Prospects game, and I was I was on the bus going to the game. It would we had a shuttle, and I was on with Tyler Toffoli. And I just remember like talking about him and talking to him and then watching him and he wasn't the most fleet of foot either, but he just managed to be where he was supposed to be even ahead of time and understood how to move the puck efficiently and how to skate the game efficiently, you know, and that's where I think Sasha can fall into that mold is sometimes you can get caught up in that straight line speed, but how often do you get to do that in the NHL? Well, without being without being like somebody getting in your way to do that it's so rare in that respect so sometimes we you got to look at it with some context and nuance of like this is great he can fly down the ice but that's not going to happen in the nhl no and i mean so that brings me back to you know how we opened up the the segment here and we were talking about you know what what makes you stand out in a game like this? And, and Boyver, he he handled the puck. I think I, you know I'd have to look at the stats, uh, but to the naked eye, he handled the puck more than anybody else in the game. And um, so not only was he around it on time, but he had it a lot more. And and a lot of good things were happening off his stick. So um, Trevor Conley out of Tri City, I mean, this kid's a dynamic. Uh, He's a light skilled guy, but he's dynamic and, and crafty. Uh, you can see it. Uh, he was really, um, you can see his mind going to work, especially on the power play, like how he's thinking the game, how he's seeing, you know, where to make plays. They had a five on three 
uh, man advantage in the in the third period, and, and he was trying his best to feed Eiserman back door to, to rip a puck because, of course, everybody knows Paul Eiserman. That's what he does. He's a shooter, especially on the power play from the weak side flank. So, um, But Conley's a real creative player. Another guy that stood out, though, uh, from Waterloo is uh, – and he scored the game winner, actually, was uh, John Mustard, scored the overtimer. Um, he's interesting. Like, he, he can dart in and out and find middle lanes. Like, when he comes down the wall – He'll find a middle seam and cut to the middle, and he's got a quick release to the net. He's he's an interesting player. I, he he stood out a lot for me, and so did the um, uh, Matt Vig Radin from Muskegon for a different reason. I thought he kind of played a with some presence physically, and he was like heavy going to the net, and he was around it to to create distractions. So the more I sit here and I talk about it, uh, the more impressed I guess I really was by the whole day because I had a lot of really positive takeaways. I, I'm. I'm happy that you brought up talking about the, the defenseman, the lankier kind of like in some cases may end up, they may morph into that insulating defense, a defenseman at a pro level because everybody gets so caught up on, you know, the transporter or the offense defenseman, you know, the transition defenseman, but it's great to have those, but they also have to be insulated at the NHL level. Unless you're like an absolutely elite defenseman, they got to be insulated and they got to be insulated by the guys that you talked about in this game from the defensive side. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's like piecing together a puzzle, right? You know, different guys are going to have different uh, physical attributes that will complement each other. Other guys are going to be thinking it differently offensively. And um, you know, that that's what makes a game like yesterday, even, or this week, even, even more difficult, right? Because you're, you know, you got to try and you know piece all those things together and you're not necessarily going to find the guys that uh, complement each other in, in a, you know, in such a short order, but um, I really can they, felt, can they compliment somebody in the future, right? And can they? Well, and that's and that's the that's the trap because um, this game isn't going to tell you that. Like yeah. that's why you got to get to the rank. That's why you got to get boots on the ground and and see these guys. Uh, they get the volume on them in season, not just video. Um, and that is a trap too for video. I you know I, I just for our listeners, you know, when you're seeing a guy. You only see the video follows the puck shape, you know, like when you're yeah. breaking down video, the video follows the puck. And uh, depending on the, uh, the events, uh, the, the venue, part of me and, and the, the wide range of the, the camera view, that's why you got to get into ranks and see how, you know, guys like, uh, you know, I talked about the Emory kid and, you know, uh, even Cleaver, like, how's he going to compliment somebody else? You know, like um, you got to see those guys live and, and see how they adapt. So, um, interesting day, interesting game. I thought Lucas Van Vliet from the U.S. program too. Yeah, he stood out for me periodically. Um, he moves well, made made some real uh, some real nice uh, plays uh, in the offensive zone, like moving pucks to space to continue a play when things broke down. Thought he made some smart plays, if you will. Not you know things didn't just uh, uh, end a foot inside the offensive blue line if there was nothing there. He moved it to space where somebody else could skate on it. And, and played a smart game, so right. he stood out as well. Well, Jason, thank you very much for coming on the show. Great insight from the All-American Top Prospects game, and look forward to speaking to you in the future. Thanks, Shay. Talk to you soon, pal. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back right after these messages. Every play, every stat, every breakdown. On their own, they're essential, but all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat 
a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at fractalhockey.com. 